0: Adventist reflections.
1: Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Dean. Hi, family. Welcome back to another episode of this your podcast, the Adventist Reflections Podcast. Today's lesson is titled, Violating the Spirit of the Law. Let us think about the specific aspects related to speech. Before we go into to that, I would like to thank my dear wife for playing beautiful tunes in the background. And, of course, Liliana, because she is here with us again today to reflect and embrace God's desire for us. Liliana, welcome back. How are you going? Hi, Dan. Thank you. Good. I would like to share with you, Liliana, and to every with everybody who listens, this thought. It's found in the book, Thoughts from the Mount of Blessing. And it's in page 68. And it says, Deceptive compliments, evasions of truth, flattering phrases, exaggerations, Misinterpretations in trade that are current in society and in the business world teach that no one who tries to appear when he is not or whose words do not convey the real sentiment of his heart can be called truthful. So today I'd like us to unpack one idea alone, the idea of having a sincere speech. So here's a question. At the practical level, have you ever been in a situation where you perceive that what is being said is not what is intended? Or perhaps in a situation where the message given is to please someone instead of speaking in the truth.
0: I would like to say that this topic is very complex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's very, very powerful as well, because we know that uh, words are very powerful. Mm. So we know that, you know, they can bring life, but they can bring death as well. For sure. When I speak, I try to think what is that I want to achieve with mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. Sure. Sure. It's always on uh, encouraging or uplifting others. Mm-hmm. I don't like a speech that it's, it it can be truth, mm-hmm. but you don't need to say it. Okay. So that's why it's a very complex topic because you don't go to someone who is obese mm-hmm. and, and big and you, you come to them and say, oh, look at you, you uh, are obese, you mm-hmm. are big. You don't mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. even though it might be truth, but you don't say it. So for whatever we say, we, we have to have reason for that. Right. And for me personally, if I cannot say something positive to you. Okay. Or even if you say, like, let's say you shave your hair, uh, hair and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, mm-hmm. instead saying, oh, oh, it looks lovely. You know, and I mean that, but, uh, but why if, even if it doesn't look lovely, why I would say, Mm -hmm. ah, look at that. So it's, um, we have to be wise Mm -hmm. how to approach the speech. Like what happened to me just recently was, um, I had one person coming to me Mm -hmm. and the same person coming to me every time and telling me, you know, others say you licked the finger. Mm -hmm. others say you went behind the counter with your gloves Mm -hmm. others say so she came to me just recently and said others say and i just couldn't believe you know what is that these people want to achieve Mm -hmm. and i said listen i don't want to talk to you about that anymore because if that other wants to have any comment let that person come to me Mm. and talk to me, and I'm happy to address it. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I will not listen, you -hmm. know? It's just I don't like that people talk behind my back Mm -hmm. and telling some small things which can be worked. So we have to be really, really cautious Mm -hmm. what we say and how we say and when we say, Mm -hmm. because... People, and I got hurt after all these, and mm-hmm. these are just some of the examples, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, it is very hard for me to digest and to mm-hmm. process all that stuff, because I see that as as sort of, like, um, hypocrisy. Sure, sure. And, uh, yeah, so it's um, saying something just for sake of saying it's not good enough, even sure. though it might be the truth.
1: Sure, sure. So, sometimes we we need to be wise Yes. in the way we we express our ideas and our desires and perhaps our own little preconceptions. You know, sometimes we want people to be like us. We have expectations. Yeah. And yeah. It's never
0: going to happen because we are not the same.
1: Right. That's the rich parts of being all created to God's image and yet different.
0: That's right. uh, That's why we love each other and tolerate each other.
1: Right. So this is the situation, Leanne. I'm asking you about this because in the lesson, the the author is talking about this idea of the spirit of the law. And before that, we also have this situation about Nehemiah. I would like to ask from you, if you can share with us, what was happening with Nehemiah at this point in time? And how did he address it?
0: Yeah, he, he was very upset when he found out that people, or wealthy people, mm-hmm. uh, would uh, borrow money to the People who don't have enough, okay. poor people, and uh, with the big interest. Mm-hmm. So um, the problem was it's not borrowing money in itself; mm-hmm. it was in these interests mm-hmm. because they supposed to help each other, mm-hmm. and uh, but because they they were putting um, high interest. Uh, people were getting, getting poorer and poorer. And uh, they had to mortgage their houses, mortgage their vineyards, mm. mortgage their... And even giving their children in the um, slavery because mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't have any other options. Nothing
1: to repay with. That's
0: right. Mm-hmm. And we know in that time that they had to pay taxes to the king. Yeah. So, so if they didn't have money, let's say it was famine and they didn't have mm-hmm. any crops, they didn't have... Mm-hmm. Anything to sell so they can yeah. pay. So they had to borrow, borrow money. So that was like you borrow on the top of each other. Mm. And, uh, and the poor people are going just down and down and the wealth, wealthy people comes, uh, gets more and more. Yeah. And uh, so, and Nehemiah put himself in the same bracket. He, he said, it's like, it's not that he didn't lend the money, yeah. but he said, but this ushery, yeah. like, uh, like putting interest on these loans, mm-hmm. it's not allowed. So you are violating the law. Mm-hmm. That's what, uh, what he was talking about when he was talking about violation of the law. Mm. So they thought, okay, I can help you, mm-hmm. but let me get some benefit out of that mm-hmm. that I help you. Right. You know, I can borrow you that money, but instead one hundred dollars that I borrowed you, you will you will pay me back one hundred ten or one hundred twenty dollars. Sure. So
1: it is amazing, you know, there's so many things to unpack in just this little story and they relate to what we spoke about before in Sincere Speech. Nehemiah could have just chosen to talk about what other people talked about. People are saying you're borrowing money, yeah, and you're giving interests, you know, uh, and and people are saying that you have a full mouth about how there is less and less slaves to the kingdom, but now they're kind of like your slaves because they have to work for you and they're selling themselves to yourselves. Yeah. And Nehemiah didn't do that. He said, look, guys, we are all doing that. Because when you think about who Nehemiah was, we already established that in the previous episode. He yes. was working for the king. Yeah. He was in a good political position. He wasn't one of the poor people.
0: No, but no. knowing just that he would provide food for all the people who worked in, in mm-hmm. uh, on the project. So it was big money yeah. Every day, they, I don't know, one ox, ox and, and how many sheeps and how many, you know, some, some chooks for him or whatever. So it, it was big money. So yeah. And he said he didn't take any of these from the king. Yeah. So he supplied by himself. Yeah. But how he finds the solution for mm-hmm. the situation is he called assembly. Right. So he doesn't talk behind their back. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy borrowed to this one and he shouldn't have done that. No, he calls all of them. And tells them straight to their face mm-hmm. and open their minds that what they are doing it's wrong, mm, because mm. I guess in that point of time, because everybody in the world or around them was giving or lending money for the interest, and they say that interest that other countries would uh, would apply mm. was let's say fifty percent or more, while mm. Jewish people would give them twelve percent. But, sure. but uh, uh, what Nehemiah say? I no. Mm. no, yeah, they thought they they probably. <laughs> Probably doing a bit better. What
1: a better bank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it's still, I said, no, mm. let's change it. And he would accuse them of what mm. they are doing. Mm. And uh, what happened, they actually listened and understand and they decided that they will fix it, fix the problem, mm. Um, mm. give back the houses or, you know, repay back. I thought, wow, that might, he must have very, very powerful speech.
1: It would have. And look, I can think that there would have been at least one person who wouldn't be happy. And, oh, yeah. But if he stopped to think about that individual, he needed to be wise of how he delivered the message. Yes. But at the same time, he needed to be a straight shooter. He needed to actually say, this is how it is. No flattering, no peace in your mind. This is the situation. And then uh, the way he speaks in the in the passage, he's like, we messed up. We need to fix it. That's right. He's That's not right. saying, you oh, know, you, you, you. He's like, we, we, we're in this together, guys. We are the people of God. If we were to go back to Romans, the, the speech of Paul brings my mind to light as we're speaking to, about this. The idea that we are one body. Yes. Right. Like, yep. Let's not say like, you know, the hen is doing that. Let's just chop it off. Like we are all in this. I get affected. You get affected. The people who are poor get affected. We need to ensure that we revived yeah. the love of God amongst That's right. us. And
0: to feel like a family because they yeah. were like one family. And, and as they
1: did that, as, they, as, as in his speech you mentioned, it was powerful. I can imagine that as he's reviving this idea of God's love amongst us, of God's love as a family, he called to a reformation. Amen. Right. And that reformation was, hey, you know, Dan owes you like a lot of money and all that interest. What about if you wipe it off? I don't know, but reformations never come easy. I mean, we're talking about money. A lot of people are sensitive about this idea of finances. But um, it might not be money. It might be something else. God calls us to reform in different ways. There are some of us who don't really care about that aspect of the interest financially. But we might care about something else. We all have our own little Achilles tendon that we don't desire to be touched. But Nehemiah is like, you know, this is the situation of the church right now. We need to do something about it. What do you think about this idea of reformation and how hard it can be?
0: I think that reformation starts with me. Okay. So if I would like world to be reformed or church to be reformed, Mm -hmm. I pray that Lord will show me mm-hmm. what is that I have to reform, what is that I have to change. And that's how I believe the F- reformation starts because mm-hmm. we cannot expect anyone else, same as Nehemiah did. Mm-hmm. He didn't expect others to change and he continued with his uh, the way mm-hmm. he was doing that. So he, he was changing, I would say, the first.
1: Yeah, he started. So
0: that's right. So it's it's same with us. If we want to reform or do something, let's reform us. And above everything, pray to the Lord to reveal us what Mm -hmm. we need. Because often we are very, like, subjective. We Mm -hmm. don't see uh, things the way God sees. Mm -hmm. And we have to admit that to Him. And I... Honestly, always come to say, Lord, please, I give you permission, Mm. a change, whatever it's needed to be changed. Mm -hmm. Because you can see my heart. I I cannot see everything in the details because he knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm -hmm. And he knows what has to be shaped, Mm -hmm. what has to be molded, and the way that he will reform us the best way possible.
1: As you're sharing that, and as we are landing this episode, it is evident, I think, that the message that Nehemiah was sharing... The revival that the people experienced from that powerful message that I believe was God's spirit inspired in the reformation they lived all pointed back to God himself, which really, as I reflect on this idea, it pointed back to the love of God, to love in the community, in the community of faith that they had there. And so I think about my little church, you know, my Jijin church. I think about my church worldwide. Yes. I think about our Christian community. And I wonder, you know, can we make a decision today? Don't wait. We don't have yesterday. And we really definitely don't have tomorrow. God gives it to us. But can we do embrace what we have today and embrace that revival, that reformation, and bring the spirit of the law of God? The spirit of the law is the love of God. Amen. Right. Do you have any final remarks, Liana?
0: Yeah, maybe because we we touched the topic of the speech, I would like to just Mm -hmm. uh, bring to uh, our attention to all of us and that we should be very careful uh, with our words Mm -hmm. because they they can have impact on others to lift them up or to put them down. Mm -hmm. So we have to learn to be careful in what we say, when and how.
1: Right, right, yeah absolutely i agree and allow the spirit of god to 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 guide us yes like you said it's such a complex thing i mean we could talk about so many oh yes as you just (laughs) mentioned i'm thinking like let's let's bring back the idea of motive perhaps we could make other episodes (laughs) on that but um thank you so much for sharing those ideas today so uh, i would like to also thank you all for listening from around the globe for joining us weekly to unpack more character building ideas that dissect God's character. We look forward to next week when we will reflect on the practicalities of reading the Word. Until then, I am Dr. Dancy, and today I choose to love God, His justice and His mercy, and follow the Spirit of the law. How about you? Remember to subscribe to this podcast, like it, share it, hashtag it, comment, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Tumblr as Adventist Reflections. God bless you.